0: This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana Berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Ball's original soda, cherry, root beer, orange, ginger ale, Cherry Cola and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10 ounce bumpy bottle or the sleek 16 ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Hello, everyone. This
1: is Ron. We had two pay per views this weekend. And yeah, you are now looking at your new quick pop pick 'em. What? Oh, this is the quick pop podcast. Vroom, but up, but up, but a butter, but up, but up, but up, but So yeah, uh, welcome to the Quick Pop Podcast. Uh, With the sound of our voices, uh, without any professional sort of uh, setting, Ace isn't here. Uh, He sustained an injury at Double or Nothing. Uh, He was at the announce table. They moved the announce table. But um, let's not talk about the person that's not here. Let's talk about the person that is here. Hey, Jake, what's up? Ron? Yeah. Ronald. Yes. That's that's me. My,
2: my boy, my man. Yeah. Friend, can I call you friend?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that's appropriate. Did, did you did
2: you just in that intro that I heard before the melodious tones that everyone loves? Yeah. Um did you just try to declare yourself the quick pop champion? I tried. Um, I tried. Did, did, did you live on the on the air? miscalculate did you I did you I miscal- might
1: have I might have done a slight miscalculation because if
2: to recap the weekend and we'll get into the pay-per-views we'll, we'll get I'm into it we'll it. get into it Ron there's a pay-per-view Saturday afternoon how did that pay-per-view go oh that went well I
1: won I, I won I won, won the belt I won the Ron, belt Ron, yeah I won the won. belt on Saturday yeah, you, 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 defeated yeah. You, you, you defeated Ace I defeated Ace well, Ace Ace had to Ace, give Ace up the isn't belt here. Ace, isn't, Ace here. isn't here
2: we, we could say we could say it Ace sucked Ace Ace tried his best. Ace tried his best. Ace did his best, and gosh darn it, that wasn't good enough. Now, now, Ron. Yeah. You you are a defining champion. I I am a champion.
1: Generation. I am a generational talent champion.
2: Yeah. What happened Sunday night? I. (laughs) What'd you do, Ron? What did you do? I, I beefed it. You caked your pants. I caked my pants. You caked your pants. I done but soiled you know who, my trousers. You know whose pants are uncaked? You know who is unsoiled? This man. The man that has said over and over again, and you're going to hear it until you throw up at the at the thought of me saying it. You don't even have to hear me say it. You're going throw up at the thought of it, Ron. I am... The longest reigning champion of the quick pop modern era. I am the revolution. I am the record breaker. I am inevitable. Because whenever you think I have not been champion for a while, Jabe, you have been champion for a while. What are you doing? I was taking a napron. I was making you two guys relevant to the podcast. And then once I'm done allowing you guys to be relevant, this is what happens. I climb the mountain, sit on the throne and Regain my title.
1: Oh, congrats, congrats, Jake! You done did it again. You done did it. You you haven't had a belt, and I just updated the statistics and everything. Uh-huh. You, you you haven't had a belt since uh, November.
2: Okay, yeah, so- since
1: since November, uh, November twenty yeah, okay. sixth at Survivor Series, and
2: okay,
1: yeah.
2: So okay, so so I haven't had a belt in.
1: Some, about half a year months? About yeah.
2: six months right Okay that's that, that's you know some may say What do I have to brag about I haven't had a belt in six months Ron you just updated the stats How many times have I been champion
1: Oh uh, gosh uh, more times than I can count However I did count it And it is <laughs> 16
2: 16 <laughs> Woo! Now Ron yeah. Ron here I am just gloating In my achievements do you want to tell everyone What you did this weekend uh you, you made you made a marvelous achievement. Don't sell yourself short, Ron. Mr. Two-Time, Two-Time. I, I didn't
1: do the two-time. I, I I beefed it.
2: No, no, you did. I, you tied yourself for the shortest quick puck pickem uh reign. You are now two-time, two-time 24/7 champion.
1: I'm two I'm two times the 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 smallest loser.
2: That's right, hey, Ron, if you add both those reins up, you had it for forty eight hours.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, I did.
2: <laughs> this is amazing, <laughs> Ron, see, Ron, you don't pat yourself on the back enough, uh,
1: yeah, whatever yeah, no, I yeah, no, I lost. I lost and I've flat out, I've called it. I said it was going to happen that, yeah, watch, watch me get it. And then I now tie myself for the shortest streak, shortest championship streak of all time.
2: You know, Ron, I'm twice. You know what, Ron? We're similar, me and you. Me and you are men of action. Ron sat here last week and said, it, I'm going to win the title and then lose it in 24 hours. And you did. (laughs) <laughs> and last year, I said, I said, Dad dadgummit, I'm going to walk into one weekend and win twice in a row. And I did it. So, Ron, you know, we're, we're similar. I mean, my accomplishments is like I'm on top of a mountain. And your accomplishment is in like you're in the valley wallering along the swine and the muck. You know, but hey, you did it. You did it, man. I'm sure those people that are down there on your level love you for it. Love you for it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um,
1: But yeah, no, uh, I updated the stats and turns out uh, you are over 900 days. 900 days you have existed as, in some form or fashion, a champion of uh, Quick Pop.
2: 900. You know what? I guarantee you Ace already looked at those stats and knew that I would demand a 900 day celebration. That's the reason he's not here. He's not here cuz he didn't want to give me my 900 day celebration.
1: Oh, we'll just wait till 1000.
2: Yep, 100 more days, guys. It's coming. You know what's crazy? What's I up? I'm
1: at 510. I have 510 days. <laughs> Ace has 614. So I, Yeah, no, I've I the short the short rains kill me. The short rains definitely kill me. And then there was a time where uh, the Quick Pop Quiz Pass uh, was used, and I lost it that way, too. So I'm just I'm just a huge bag of disposable beans. Um,
2: you, know, you know what, though, Ron? I, yeah. I, I truly, honestly, I feel bad for you. So I think there's a way to make you feel better. How? 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 By sending you to the Quick Pop website, where you can get our new... Quick pop merch. We have t-shirts with chalkboards where Ron swears he does not hate the wing eagle. I don't. We have, we have a shirt inspired by a certain AEW champion to cut the music. Cut that We're music. Gonna, cut that music, man. We also have many, many other shirts. Uh, I think, Um, and then Punk Happened is still there, yeah. which uh, might be, might, you know, just might be relevant here in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have many, many more, such as our past Quick Pop Mania shirts, and just the regular, uh, the old school logo and the new school logo. It's it's a lot of fun so there. There's a whole there's, bunch of schools. There's a whole bunch of schools, and uh, every kid in that school is wearing a Quick Pop shirt. So be a cool kid and get be, the Quick yeah, Pop. Yeah, I
1: think it was a QuickPopShop.com. Yeah, go to QuickPopShop.com. Check out all the new merch at QuickPopShop.com. Uh, even our heel turn shirts. You can you find out about it at QuickPopShop.com. That is QuickPopShop.com. Q-U-I-C-K-P-O-P-S-H-O-P.com.
2: QuickPopShop.com.
1: Are we going to talk about how Ace got injured uh, a couple days ago?
2: Uh yes, how one mast announcer that obviously is Ace. We 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 cracked the code. Got injured. Um, was it during the anarchy match? Yeah, I think
1: I think it? it was. Um, because I they completely demolished that that table, and yeah. I, I think um one one of the uh, monitors uh the the cable whipped and got Ace right in his vocal cord, and so that's why he's unfortunately not with us uh today on this podcast. But you know what? You still have us. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. 110%. And we'll be able to give you all of the news on Quick Pop. But before we get into the big, big news, I think it's time that we go into the Quick Pop Quick Minute. <laughs> <laughs> Do do explosion. Quick pop, quick minute. Quick pop, quick minute is designed to get out the wrestling news that we are primarily covering in the current episode. and We do have quite a few new things to talk about. So first off, WWE's Alexa Bliss is now pregnant with partner Ryan Cabrera. So all those, uh all those things about. Bray coming back when Alexa's coming back. And I don't think she's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, so that's not happening. Pregnant. Yep she she done get the pregnancy. AEW's Tay Me- Ty Mello is now pregnant with partner Sammy Guevara. Oh, there that was a pregnancy that was happening. That that they brought out the old cue cards and they, set, and they brought out ba- baby Guevara. So that was that was really <laughs> baby cool, Guevara. baby no, Guevara. That, they-
2: It was a cool moment. It was a really cool moment. Loved it.
1: Uh, Dark Side of the Ring returns this week with the episode, uh, with the first episode of the fourth season being about Chris Candido and Sonny. Uh, That's that's fun. I can't
2: wait to watch that. Doesn't that air? I understand we're recording, but doesn't it air tonight? Yeah, yeah, it airs tonight. Okay, I got to...
1: Got to TiVo it. (laughs) Get that old... (laughs) <laughs> you <laughs> you got, get got gotta get the VCR. Gotta get the VCR and put the tape in and program it. Uh, reports state that Vince McMahon has been making changes remotely and that the WWE wrestlers actually prefer that he does that instead of being in Gorilla. That was wild.
2: I mean, I think everyone prefers that he does that instead. I mean, if he's going to do it, they'd probably rather him do it that way than in Gorilla.
1: Right. And then we have some gaming news. But it's not about AEW. It's not even about WWE. Skybound's Wrestle Quest is going to be releasing August 8th, 2023 on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Switch, and PC. So keep on a lookout to wrestle with your favorite wrestlers and become a super wrestling champion extraordinaire with Skybound's Wrestle Quest. Ooh. Yeah. I
2: actually. uh in the show notes when I saw that, I didn't realize they had released a date yet. Oh, uh, I
1: think it was released today or yesterday, honestly. So, so it's very, very recent. And that's the one that, uh, Jeff Jarrett had been, uh, promoting and he was like at their booth and whatnot.
2: I'm just down. I love Skybound, And, uh, I think that that could be really cool.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super excited. And you get to like wrestle with, uh, with certain WWE legends, even though like their names may not be the like accurate, but you do have the likenesses of Jake Roberts, Macho Man Randy Savage, Diamond Dallas Page, all of all of them. So uh, it, it's like a brawling RPG, and you could you get to summon some of the legends because I think in the trailer uh, you were able to summon uh, the Road Warriors, and they do their they do their um, tag team move, but. Yeah, so it, it it was it was great. It was wonderful. It was a good time. Nice, fantastic. Right. Yeah, I can't wait. yeah. Former former uh, wrestling champions, uh, in that WrestleQuest game. But speaking of champions, there was a night of them. There was What's a that? night of them. Yeah, on that on that Saturday afternoon, it was the night, the night, and I had to watch. Uh, like I watched a little bit at Comic Palooza. And then I went home, and then I had to rewatch like the actual event because I was I was busy. But yeah, no, uh, WWE's Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia, uh, was Saturday afternoon, and honestly, it was a really, really, really good uh pape, uh ple. It was a good ple. It it was nice. It was uh beautiful. Um, not not their best, but. It is, it is definitely one of the better Saudi shows.
2: Good. Nice. As you know, I do not watch the Saudi shows. Yes, this one seemed good. And this one was the first one that made me break a little. So I may in the future actually start watching the Saudi shows. We will see. Yeah. Um, but I did watch the opening match which was Seth freaking Rollins and
1: AJ Styles uh tournament final for the inaugural uh World Heavyweight Championship.
2: Yes. Uh I was impressed with the match. I thought it was very very well done. I thought uh both these guys uh went all out. I I was very pleased with the match. What do you think, Ron? Oh, I
1: loved it. Loved it. Yeah. The, this was This was the match that I was looking forward to, uh, this entire weekend until obviously, uh, when Anarchy in the Arena, uh, was announced. Um, but yeah, no, this was the match that I wanted to see, uh, out of any other match that was out at the time. And it did not disappoint. It was a fantastic, fantastic, uh show and of course, as we all thought, uh Seth Rollins uh wins that uh World Heavyweight Championship and I was really surprised he didn't do the uh the uh hardcore uh twirl of the belt. I know, right? I was really surprised about that. But he looks good with it. Give give he Seth does. Rollins gold. He I think there was like a statistic um that he has held the WWE championship. He has held the Universal Championship. He's now Held the World Heavyweight Championship, so he is the best person ever of all time. Uh, holding all three WWE championship belts. And even if you include NXT, he holds that record as well because he has held yeah. the FCW championship and he has held the NXT championship.
2: He was the first NXT champion, was he not? Yep. First NXT championship, first oh, NXT
1: right. champion, and first uh, world heavyweight champion. So, so I,
2: I think you, you you nail on the head,
1: Ron. You, he you is put, the
2: greatest man alive.
1: He is the greatest man alive. Greatest man of all time. We, we love uh, Seth Rollins. Great. Great match. And this is not to give any discredit to AJ Styles. Oh my god, AJ Styles. But you knew oh, yeah. AJ Styles was probably going to lose because he was in SmackDown, even though we were trying to tell ourselves, you know, if he gets the championship he's probably gonna move to raw but you know i mean he showed
2: up on raw anyway so yeah
1: so i mean i guess it could have worked out i guess guess it it could have can we talk can we talk about that segment real quick with AJ? sure wait with uh no actually no i want to save that segment i was thinking something else but let's save it for later um okay I, i did like it i did like it i did like it i did like it i did like it
2: okay uh yeah no i will say this uh Tagged Intrigue and rest. This was my second favorite match of the weekend.
1: Oh, oh, that, we're we're gonna we're gonna go through everything in a little bit, but yeah, no, I, ooh, I understand that. I understand that. Well,
2: uh, so, um, I, get, I did not watch the show. I just watched highlights. Yeah. So uh, for the rest, so Ron, if you would take it away, and I'll pop in and let you know if I know anything about the match.
1: Okay. So uh, the second, the second match that uh, happened after. Um, Seth Rollins was crowned the world heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, Trish Stratus defeated Becky Lynch. Uh, pinfall. That was that was a a bruising a bruising match. I I loved it. Like it, it looked I saw super from good from
2: Raw Monday. Uh the the bruise that was left on Trish. Yeah. Like it looked like Becky cocked her at some point. Uh,
1: I mean, Becky also got cocked because uh after the match, like it looked like she she got a little cocked on her nose a little bit. Had oh, wow. had the blood trickling. It looked like a very bloody match, and those two those two women i I think we were all saying it that this feud needs to continue, and I think yeah. it will because at the end of the match, near the end of the match, uh, Zoe Stark appeared from underneath the ring, popped out, and gave Becky a little what for, and then rolled Becky so, back in, and Tresh got the win.
2: Okay, so she did help. Uh, she did help. Okay, that's why that's why I thought.
1: Yep. So, yeah, no, uh, there was a little bit of heel shenanigans. Trish is definitely playing the role to the T. Becky, oh, my gosh, we we love her. Uh, Great match. Great match. And now Zoe Stark is now a part of uh, whatever Trish is doing.
2: Which is good because Zoe Stark is phenomenal in the ring, but she does need – she's not the best on the mic, so putting her with Trish is perfect. You're putting her in a big position – trish can do all the talking so most of um anyone that didn't watch nxt their first introduction to her is her being a heel and then seeing her in the ring and so you don't have to have her try to carry everything and which i think is very smart in trying to set her up for success right right
1: it i'm excited i'm excited for the future of uh that feud and the future of zoe stark Mm -hmm. um after that, it was the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Gunther defeated Mustafa Ali. How was it? It was good. Nothing to write home about. Uh, it was less than ten minutes. Uh, felt quick. Mustafa got some offense in, but I mean, Gunther being Gunther, um, he dominated. It, it, it was a good match for, uh, the, of course, Saudi. Saudi popped for it. They'll they'll never not pop for um, Mustafa. For Mustafa. Mustafa or Mansoir, Um but yeah, no, good match. Uh following that, we actually had a title change
2: in uh in Saudi Arabia. So surprised about that. I think I saw you all in the group chat talking about it, and I was just like, Yeah, okay, but what happened? Y'all was like, No, title changed hands.
1: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Bianca Belair, after reaching a, a big, big moment, big milestone, uh, I think over 500 something days as Raw Women's Champion, uh, she loses the belt to Asuka. And it would honestly, this was a very, like, very hard hitting match as well. Uh, Asuka misses the mist, um, which was something that Bianca was watching out for. But I loved this sequence of events. Asuka blew the remaining mist that she had onto her fingers, and when uh, Bianca lifted her up, getting ready for the KOD, Asuka just swiped the mist-filled fingers on uh, Bianca and completely, like, kind of just took her for a loop. And Asuka won in that fashion. Interesting. Yeah, so she used the missed in a different way but it was still effective yeah yeah no I was I was really excited about that and of course I love Asuka like Asuka Asuka as a champion is always a good choice Bianca Belair she definitely elevated the the Raw Women's Championship so you know congrats to her she she carried the women's division uh during that time she was must-see TV she was the reason why you watch uh, the PLEs. But this was her time to fall. And she fell to someone that is that that's well deserving of being a champion in Asuka. So, you know, congrats to Bianca Belair. Like you had a great run with it. What do you think about the the, the Asuka championship?
2: I Listen, I love Asuka. Um, I think heel face, whatever. I think Asuka makes it work. Um, I've thought since NXT, Asuka was one of the most badass women they had. Um, I am very surprised that Bianca Belair lost that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost to the point that even though I... Okay, I love that Asuka won it. I don't get why they felt the need to pull the trigger on Belair now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, we just had an episode. If you, if, if y'all listeners would like to hear about our episode about long title reigns, uh, the Bianca Belair situation is something that we do talk about. So yeah, no, listen to our previous podcast, please.
2: Yeah. But I am very happy for Asuka and I hope, I hope this isn't a, oh, we got it off Belair to be shocking. And then like at money in the bank, Belair wins it back, you know? Yeah. Um, because whereas I do, I am shocked that you wanted to stop the Belair title right now. I am also would not want Asuka to just be a very short run champion just to give Air something to overcome, you know? Right. right. So I, I hope they try to run with Asuka being this dastardly heel for a while.
1: Oh, and she has the look. I mean obviously. Oh, yeah. Like I I I'm I'm here for Oscar. I'm here for Oscar's reign. It needs needs to happen again. Long um, may she reign. Exactly. Uh so next Rhea Ripley uh defeats Natalia in a minute and 10 seconds. It was a squash. That was uh, that was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was like what Natalia's birthday
2: or something like that also? That makes sense. Yeah. But, that makes sense. but yeah. Well, I, we know Vince is back in charge then.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Rhea Ripley she wins against Natalya. I mean, we we knew. Um, after that, Brock Lesnar defeated Cody Rhodes, uh, tapped him out. Well, did he tap him out? Because of
2: uh, uh, the video I saw, he it looked like he passed out. I thought he tapped out. No, I think he passed out. I might he be I whole... might
1: be thinking something different. He might... yeah 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 because yeah. because uh, I saw the like the last thing in the match. Oh, like, he did. Had oh, him... he had him in a submission. Yeah. But he didn't tap out. It was called.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: All right. Now I, yeah. I I remember now. I remember now.
2: Because now Cody can can get to say, you know, I never tapped out.
1: Yeah. So I hope we have Brock and Cody in an I quit match maybe last man standing. I'm thinking
2: I'm thinking I quit last man standing. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking because he beat Brock with a roll up. Yeah. Then Brock couldn't tap him out. He just passed out. So I'm thinking last man standing. Could be an I quit, but I'm thinking Last Man Standing.
1: Hey, if Cody Rhodes uh, decides to light himself on fire again, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, still, I still, I, don't remember I, that
2: to this day. I, I still can't decide whether that is the greatest uh, flaming table spot or, or the, the biggest. Yes,
1: because on didn't take any of it. It was no. all Cody.
2: It was no. All, it, it looked it, so cool though, and in fact. Like a lot of people are like, oh it's a botch. No, at that point Cody was trying to be like like love me again. And I think Cody's like, no, Andradi, I'm just throwing you past the table and I'm just yeah. going back first into flames. Right.
1: But yeah, no, uh Brock Brock Lesnar won that one. Good old good old Undertaker cowboy Brockus.
2: Okay. Uh
1: so hopefully we will probably be seeing something at SummerSlam, if not uh Money in the bank. Maybe See, I, Cody's I think- in Money in the Bank, and Brock
2: Lesnar ruins it. So that's what I'm thinking. Is I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking we're getting Cody Brock SummerSlam. Yeah, I, you, those those two are good together. So I'm I'm happy yeah. with that. I'm fine with it.
1: Okay, the main event. It, it was booked as the this show, uh, Night of Champions, was booked having a triple main event, and I'm just like, no, there's. There's only one main event. It's the show. It's the match that happens last. We all know this. CM Punk has talked about it so many times. You could say double main event, triple main event, whatever you want. The main event is the last show on the program. That's right. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeat the bloodline. Pinfall. And there was a whole bunch of stuff going on. First off, first off, I want to say this. Saudi loved sammy yes saudi loved sammy and i i was very happy that he was able to have that moment he and i think they talked about it in commentary that uh a couple months ago sammy performed in front of his family in in canada now sammy performed in front of his family in saudi arabia and he he came out with the, the the white garb uh when he went to go visit like one of the um the the Muslim monuments. Yeah. So he and he and he was uh speaking uh Arabic. Uh yeah. before like I guess Paul Heyman was introducing the bloodline Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa and the announcer was about to announce uh Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn took the mic and uh started introducing the fans to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in native language, which was fantastic. Everyone popped yeah. for it.
2: That's so uh, like for, for, yeah, that's so cool. Like when I say, like, I just want to be clear just for anyone that may be new or doesn't know. When I say I don't watch the Saudi shows, there's nothing against the Saudi people. It's more so that that show started off. The first Saudi show was literally just the king and his buddies were watching it on couches. Yeah. In, in an uh, in a arena. And it was it just it just felt like we're back in Roman times and the right, king right. is like forcing something to happen and. We all are the subjects being forced to watch it because the king likes it, so you have to like it right now. And that's the reason I'm kind of warming to watching them, especially after watching the beginning of this one. It actually feels like it is for the Saudi people, yeah. Like Sami Zayn would have been somebody that on that first show, the king would have heard that he's Syrian and like is doing all this stuff for Syrian refugees and would be like, Yeah, don't put him on the show, right? Right, right. But, but but then you, when you see the actual people's reaction, they love him so. It it's starting to feel like it's more of a show that happens in this country, whether rather than a show that is happening because the king d- decreed it.
1: Right, right. Which had had been the trend for a, a bit because let's see, we had we had Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury one year, and uh, yeah. I think there was there was a whole bunch of like, oh, the Brock Lesnar Goldberg match, and then. We we try to forget, but we also had DX versus uh, the Brothers of Destruction.
2: Yeah, well, the very first Saudi show was a Cena and Triple H. Yeah, so it's
1: so I think they are straying away from that formula, and they're treating it just like uh, a show here in in the states. Uh, except I think these are done better. They look better. Of course, we treat any Saudi show like a WrestleMania show because they're getting one billion dollars a show. Yeah. So, so yes, they're,
2: they're getting special stage. Like they're not getting stages to the extent of a WrestleMania stage, yeah. but they are getting stages that are different, which yeah. I really, really like because I, I miss like you know, I Yeah. Dude, I'm, if, they, if they go to like not a pay per view every month, it's just every so many months. Yeah. Bring back special stages. I'm not saying it has to be so different. To where you're spending a crap ton of money, but just like move things around, put mm-hmm. lights in between screens like that. You know, do stuff like like You have all this stuff, just move it around in a different formation.
1: Bring back the fist, the Saudi
2: fist. Dude, yes. Give me Smack Saudi Smackdown, fist. SmackDown fist is now Saudi fist. I, I would love that.
1: But yeah, um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeated the Bloodline. Uh, Jay and Jimmy uh, were in this match near the end. And Jimmy was the one that pulled the trigger. Jimmy super kicked uh, Roman. And kept shouting at Jay. It was like, this is what you should have done. This is what you should have done. And so both of them were just super kicking the heck out of uh, Roman.
2: I... So wait, wait. wait. Jay did super kick Roman? Jay Jay did, yeah. Okay, so Jimmy pulled the trigger. It is weird to me that they made Jimmy pull the trigger cuz like if you I think but, what they're it, trying to portray is
1: Jay okay. is still very much conflicted on all of his feelings yeah. and Jimmy is just along for the ride and if you're not along for the ride then you know he's going to do his own thing he but he has in, no stake in it
2: but then again also like i i part of me wants to be like it, it, it you know Jay should have pulled the trigger but Technically, they're dismantling the bloodline in reverse, because if you think about it, he went after Jay. Yeah. Then uh, Jimmy tried to save Jay, and then he like beat up Jimmy, and so then he had to get Jay on his side to get Jimmy on his side. So it makes sense that Jimmy would have kicked first, and then Jay did, because Jay has been in this the longest. Yeah. He's been the one that's been brainwashed the most.
1: But, I th- but the whole thing is that even though Jimmy is in it, this is all Jay's story. This is the story that's told. It's no longer The Bloodline versus Sami Zayn. It's a, It's always been about Jay. And I think you, we're going to get that culmination uh, sooner rather than later.
2: Do you think what they do is Usos versus Roman and Sokoa at Money in the Bank and then Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam?
1: They could do Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would, I would love that. that I don't. That needs I don't to be think, the story.
2: I don't think Jay will beat Roman's reign because Roman was also the champion before the bloodline started. Right. So I think he will be one after it crumbles. But I do think the culmination of the bloodline storyline has to be Roman and Jay.
1: Yeah. It, it definitely has to. It was. It was like if you have the time to watch that match, please watch that match. Okay. Uh, because it it was also like really really good like th- there was just so much chemistry all around like like really the bloodline kevin and sammy they have put on such like a master class when it came to uh storytelling about um about the bloodline and whatnot fantastic fantastic I, I would i would love to see it again um but yeah no definitely watch night of champions it, it was a good one um I don't know when the next uh, Saudi show is, but um, would you would you consider
2: watching it? I would since I watched uh, AJ and Rollins. I now I've watched a Saudi show yeah, so yeah. or at least watched a match of a Saudi show. So I do think I think I'm starting to warm up to it and I think okay. I'm going to start to watch them because as you've said, the Saudi show was the best WWE show of last year right and this one it sounds like is one of the top well, i mean in all let's be honest wwe hasn't missed this year no they like, haven't i'm not i'm not saying their pay-per-views are the best but they have not had a bad one right. there hasn't been a pay-per-view that we left and just been like ugh that whole thing was a stinker you right, know right. yeah where, where we're like well that was th- there's that one good match um but, like it's been like oh what was the best match or what was the worst match yeah, and there really wasn't a worse match, you know.
1: No, there really wasn't. So, um, I guess I was gonna ask you what's your match of the night, but I think it's fairly obvious for the both of us, even though you only watch one match, uh, Seth and AJ.
2: Yeah, the only other match from things that I've heard, and I love Cody and Brock, but it sounds like, but, like from what you're saying and the scenes I've seen, is it seems like the tag match would have been number two.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so that wasn't the only, uh, of course, uh, let's just say at night of champions, I walked away as a a champion, but, um, it's a new day and, uh, and unfortunately double or nothing. I, I put the chips down, I put the belt down and let's just, let's just go through, let's just go through double or nothing. Eh? And which honestly, like this with, uh, this show, it it had a big, it had a couple big double or nothing moments. It really had the double down and I I really, I really loved it. Um, so they actually ended up putting, uh, the Hardys and hook, uh, and Ethan page and the guns on the pre-show, which I thought was honestly really smart. Um, but yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy took a spill that we still confused on if it was a work or a shoot. Hopefully he's okay. Um, and i i didn't know that isaiah wasn't wrestling in this one i thought it, isaiah was but then they i guess they got hooked um i think i missed something when it came to isaiah's neck brace so was he like assaulted on like a rampage or something
2: yes i believe it was rampage they um assaulted him hurt him and he couldn't uh go and then I, I wasn't sure if it was this Friday or last Friday. I think it was this Friday. They announced that Hook was taking his place. Okay.
1: Because we were supposed to get the Hardy party. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, that was a good match. It, it was a very good match for being a pre show match. Uh I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just wish Isaiah was wrestling so he could do uh Broken Zay. Uh and yeah. But we get to um the actual show. And I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a real hot take. This was my match of the night. This match, uh the twenty-one man blackjack battle royal for the AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy oh. defeated twenty other
2: men. Okay, that is a super hot take, but I'm going to say this one other time in the podcast, but let me start here. Yeah, yeah, go for it. When are we going to start talking about Orange Cassidy for Wrestler of the Year? Honestly, let's start now. Let's start. He um he is on Dynamite every week. If he is not the best match of the night, he is one of the two best matches of the night. You know, he's number one or number two every week. Right. He um constantly... Whoever you put him in the ring with, it's either a very sound wrestling match, like technically sound, or they flip it and make it like a super entertaining match, right? right. It, like, there are no duds. He, he has – I cannot think of a single match he's had this year that I have at any point felt I needed to fast forward past it or eh, eh, whatever, you know, like everything – has been entertaining. Everything has been top-notch. This battle royal was great. Um, The ending is probably one of my favorite endings to a, a battle royal. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, because, and because of the Pick'em, I didn't even want him to win, and I was still very happy.
1: Yeah, no, uh, because it ended up, like, because my guy came out, and I was like, oh, gosh, I hope it's not Swerver or Orange, and then it ended up being Swerver and Orange at the end, I'm like... Ah, uh, I'm gonna have orange. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's do this. But um yeah, no, it was a great, great match. Um Order of Elimination, Tony Nice, Ari Davari, Commander, which I was surprised about. Kip Sabian Chuck Taylor, the Blade, the Butcher, Bandito, Lee Moriarty, Trent Baretta took a big bill boot uh and saved Cassidy. Uh, during the match, because he, Orange Cassidy was about to lose that belt. Trent it pushed went- him out of the way, and I was like, oh my god, best friends are still best friends.
2: It wasn't Trent Beretta. I can't remember the spot in that match, but there was some spot that someone kicked the crap out of someone's face, mm-hmm. and you could tell that I don't know if it's the person extended their leg out just a little too much, yeah. or somebody like you know like took one more step than needed. But you like it was like oh it was close. No, it connected. Yeah, it connected. Like you could tell I'm the. Ch- way the re- I remember. Uh, I can't remember who. It I want to say no. it was Trent. I want to say it was Trent. It may have been Trent, but like d- dude, it was a kick that it was like somebody check yeah. that man because he just got kicked right in the freaking face. So um, uh, yeah, yeah, there were some spots.
1: So Trent Beretta, Keith Lee, Ray Fenix, Juice Robinson, Jay White, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Dustin Rhodes, Penta El Cerro Miedo, and Big Bill uh were in that match and they were eliminated as such, with the last one being sort of S st- Strickland, and Orange Cassidy won the entire thing. He basically said, if everyone wants to challenge me, everyone could fight me. And everyone did fight. And Orange still came out on top. So this is this is the year this is the year of whatever year of whatever. This is the year of whatever. Orange Cassidy is must-see TV. I love... uh, Dude, I'm loving it. I'm loving that they are continuing this. Because we were all... I think all of us were afraid that this is where Orange was going to lose it.
2: Yeah. Well, I also thought it would be a way for him to lose it but not lose momentum. Right. Because he he loses it but he's not pinned. And so it's like he... You know, you could... If you wanted to use this to move him on to another championship, or then you can start the chase of him getting his title back, you know, whatever. But I did think that this was the perfect time if you want to if you want him to lose it and still keep all of his momentum. He is going for him right now, but also like I am not upset with the fact that he kept it. Screw it. Let's keep this. Yeah, train going.
1: let's do it. Um, I, I love the decision here. That was great. Um, so next, Adam Cole defeated Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match by a referee stoppage. I didn't like this match.
2: I... Not a fan of it. (sighs) Okay, I was disappointed. Here's the thing. The brawl at the beginning, just to get the JSA out of there was fun-ish, but when you know you have Anarchy in the Arena on the same card, why do that?
1: Yeah, that I, I felt the same exact way, because like, okay, you're gonna get something, you're gonna get something rough and all of that, but I don't want to see it now. And you're yeah. just giving me it's like you, you have a filet mignon with like asparagus and mashed potatoes like on its way, and you're given like a Werther's Original. Even though I love Werther's Original, it's not what I needed at that time.
2: Yes, and my whole thing is, okay, when it's unsanctioned, why are you going to stop an unsanctioned match? Right. Um. But then two, here's, here, here's my thing. These two guys are world-class wrestlers, right? Mm-hmm. And they're having a tag match on – a dynamite this coming Wednesday because of the stoppage and everything. And then so the storyline's going to continue.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If this wasn't the culmination, why not do a regular wrestling match mm-hmm. and let them go out there and show what they can do? Plus it would also be different than the chaos we're going to see at the end of the show. Right. And I mean in multiple matches. Um and just do a technical wrestling match where so Rhea comes out and then Britt Baker comes out and then like Adam Cole somehow gets a kendo stick and the referee turns. And it's like, don't do it, but don't do it. And Adam Cole just pushed the ref out of the r- 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 way and just beats the hell out of Jericho gets disqualified, but it's because he couldn't stop himself. He couldn't keep this rage pent up. So right. Jericho wins, but he wins by disqualification because Adam Cole just couldn't hold it in anymore
1: it's like we accelerated this storyline like this one
2: felt rushed yes it didn't have it didn't have to be an unsanctioned match now i say you get the regular match now that ends uh by disqualification because it would be the it would be the only uh match on this card that would end by disqualification right it would be you know like it's and then you do the tag max on Wednesday, and th- you know, and then we build to maybe a main event of dynamite that was mm-hmm. an match. match right, right, right. And, and that match, you could actually go crazy because you, there's not going to be an anarchy in the arena match. You exactly. know, on the same card as you. Yeah. I, I just, I think it, it was a fine match, but it's just the beginning. Just felt like okay, we're just doing this so the JSA couldn't be here. Couldn't we have just said they're barred from ringside? It's so, I don't know um it's just it felt, also
1: it, sabu wasn't really used like he had like 2 minutes i mean he's also then, old true but i mean if you're going to bring him in it, pepper him throughout the entire match not just have him be like oh you're going to do a couple spots and then uh you could just go away along with everyone else
2: yeah yeah i just i just think
1: sabu deserves dude. to be peppered in a match yeah.
2: <laughs> I just think they tried to add bells and whistles to this match. Yeah, but you already had a like four course Sunday coming later in the night, right? And so it's like just just have had this been a regular match that Adam Cole snapped and beat him with a kendo stick, and then you know we start to build to the blow off match, which can be an unsanctioned right. match somewhere else. Right. Right. Um, that's that's my thing.
1: Yeah, I th- I think this honestly. This was the second worst match on the card. Oh. yeah, the second worst match.
2: Uh, uh, I'd have to think about it. I can't yeah. say that I fully agree, but uh,
1: okay. <laughs> I'm I'm full of hot takes right now. <laughs> you are. Yeah, we're overdue for a hot take. Um, yeah. so next one: FTR, uh, Harwood and Wheeler defeat uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Um, that was a good match. Using Mark Briscoe for everything. I didn't know what was going to happen uh, during this match, but wow!
2: I thought that like, that was a great storytelling match. That was. Um, my my fear going forward because I love FTR, but my fear going forward is, I think uh, Dax is still more injured than he is le- leading on. Right. And I am taking nothing away from Cash. Cash is as solid as they come of a wrestler, but I think. You have a if if he is limited like I think he is when you have a limited Dax, it shows a little bit in their matches. Yeah. Um, but that being said, like you just said, it was a lot of fun, great storytelling, and yeah, I think they're just really good, a really great storytelling tag team.
1: The oh my gosh, some of the spots though too. What Mark getting hit by the guitar, and then of all people, Aubrey, Aubrey Edwards gets hit by a guitar by uh, Karen Jarrett, and she took that too.
2: She oh she oh like mm, I also love the uh, Doomsday Powerbomb. Yeah, the Powerbomb into the Doomsday Machine that was awesome. Yeah, um,
1: it, it, honestly, like I think what what you said is true. Dex Harwood is limited, but it is masked by a whole casting crew of amazing storytellers this match
2: yeah yes no hands down and like just to make it, it crystal clear like i'm not saying limited as in like oh dax isn't what he used to be dax is missing. No, he, he's, like, he's just nursing stuff right now he's yeah he's nursing stuff but the reason this was probably an even better storytelling match is because he was nursing stuff you, you have to adjust on the fly. If your leg's hurting you, okay, well, I can't really do this move and this move. Right. Okay, what can we do creatively that will still be entertaining to everyone and still make them feel something and still get our story across with me using this less? Right, right. Like Sometimes stuff like that makes you better because it forces you to have to think differently, um, use different moves, uh, d- do different things. And so like, I'm not trying to say lesser than. I'm just saying that yeah, I, I he's think got he's got boo boos. That. That's that's all. Yeah. Like
1: Dex got boo boos. So. <laughs> I
2: think so.
1: so. So, this next match is my. I hated this match. Wardlow defeats uh, Christian Cage in a ladder match for the TNT Championship.
2: Hate is a strong word. I am so it, it, I okay.
1: To... I think this was the worst match on the card. I could not I get into it. I fun. couldn't. Believe it. We need if okay, AEW has put on some amazing, amazing ladder matches. This match was not to that caliber. It had one or two really good spots, but I am so tired of wrestlers not knowing what to do in certain situations. And so they bring up the ladder and they slowly climb, like, climb on it. Five minutes in, we see Wardlow with the small ladder, and he's slowly climbing while Luchasaurus is jetting down the uh the ring. I am if if you if you think you have to go slow on a ladder, don't do the ladder. Just it takes me so far away from it.
2: And you, I will agree. Like ladder matches are my favorite novelty match, and you yeah. are correct. This one was meh. um I. I, for the most part, when guys are climb up the ladder slowly, I can just be like, "eh, it's just part of the thing." Mm-hmm. But you were right that there's there's a difference between okay, they're they're quote unquote tired and beat up. So Yeah, you do it fifteen work. minutes
1: in, it's a yeah. whole different story. It's like okay, he's fatigued, he's famished,
2: he's just yes. he's just trying to survive. But five minutes in, yeah. Yeah, that 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 is that was yeah, I, you noticed that too. That was one of my things is they started slow climbing the ladder way too early. It's like one bump and both of them were like, oh, that one bump took everything out of me. It's like right. come on, guys. You you you're making it look like neither of you trained for this match. Yeah. Like in ugh,
1: AEW has spoiled me on ladder matches. They are yeah, usually yes, like the have. best, like they put on so like uh. They put on the best ladder matches in any in any uh, sort of company. They put on the yes. best ladder matches, hands down. This one was a huge miss because I've been so spoiled on hard-hitting, just genius ways to use the ladder. And I was thinking, Christians here, oh, wow, we are definitely going to get
2: genius. And we didn't. And it it fell really, really short. I was hoping they would have... I didn't think it'd be an amazing, amazing ladder match, but I was hoping they would have some. Cruise. It dragged too. it really yeah. dragged. Yeah. And why the heck did they try to even do that spot where Lord Wardlow jumped from the top rope to the ladder? Of course, that's going to collapse the ladder. Dude, you weigh like 300 pounds. Yeah. I think that also took me out of it because then
1: he, they tried using that same ladder. and It's like, okay, no. all right, come
2: on, stop, like, stop it. Like, Like, after that one, like, obviously broke, it's like, Wardlow, just get another ladder, bro. It's like, I get, I get that you're trying to not mess up. I get it. It's in the moment, but still, it's like, that ladder's done, so get another one. It it was obvious it was done.
1: Yeah. So, like, we're about halfway through the pay per view, and Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here, like, oh my God, I got, I got a couple really amazing matches, but gosh, this is not AEW caliber pape. Because I didn't like Adam Cole and Chris Jericho, I didn't like Wardlow and Christian Cage, and so I'm immediately thinking, "Oh, this is about to be like uh, all out 2021 again or so." Because yeah. I definitely that was like, "Oh, but yeah,
2: that's the worst AEW show."
1: I, I think from here on out, everything just started ramping up, and I'll I'll glance over some of the things we'll we'll talk about a little bit because we do have to get to. The double main event. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Tony Storm defeats, uh, Jamie Hader in three minutes, five seconds. Uh, Soraya, Ruby Soho, and Tony, um, decided to give Jamie the what for, um, for a good amount of time before the bell actually rang. Jamie Hader, uh, could not overcome the amount of punishment. And so Tony Storm is your new AEW Women's World Champion.
2: As it should be, because they kept talking the whole time like, oh, Hater going into Wembley with the title. It's like, no, the story will be Hater getting the rematch at Wembley.
1: Yeah. And then plus, I think yeah. Jamie Hater has like legitimately has uh, something going
2: on with her arm. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like. So she needs to punch. heal up and then. Yes.
1: Punch through that adversity and then reclaim the championship at Wembley. Um, yeah. No, the, the booking was there. Um The impromptu match that wasn't announced until like late, late, late. Uh, House of Black um, defeated the Acclaimed uh, in a Open House Rules six-man tag team match uh, for the World Trios Championship. It was a good match, uh, but the biggest takeaway was that, you know, shout out to Dom.
2: Yeah uh, shout out. What I was about to say the best part of the match was the line. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: best part of the match was of course Max Caster uh talking <laughs> well we can't use some of the language but um it was it involved uh Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio because Buddy Matthews is the in real life uh partner of Rhea Ripley and so Max had a little bit of something to say and said Dom's name on on the pape and everyone was like, oh, wow, this is cool. And there was a couple tweets later, like, oh, we're we're famous in two two companies. Yeah, yeah,
2: we're, we're over in two companies. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was great. Loved it.
1: But yeah, no, uh, House of Black won.
2: Good match. Of Good match. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was fun. Yeah. Um, oh, time, before we go, I got to say one thing. So, the House of Black, the first time they did this, it was like a spotlight on the ring and just like blacked out crowds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it felt a lot like the fiends red lights like none of this is necessary they found a way to make it look cool that lighting that they did in that arena where's the spotlight on the ring shadows there but then they did like the like little, little slashes, streak, like, like the streaks yeah. in in the crowd yes. yeah no yeah those that are looked, good. uh that was much better yeah
1: I, I i love the whole open house thing uh they yes, definitely made it their own and i think we were talking about it in chat that uh Me, you, and Ace should challenge for the uh, Open House uh, uh, Trios Championship. Yeah, because one of the stipulations is that um, they must adhere, and they must adhere to this rule: Uh, is that the challenger, the challenger, has to state a rule. And we've gotten some like no, no witchy girls, uh, one one man in, two men out, or stuff like that. Our rule jake and uh ace who's currently recovering in a medical facility off-site um our rule is that the challenger must win the title yeah yeah
2: we're gonna win also did you notice that um how we've gotten different tnt titles from champion to champion did you notice that they changed the trio's titles no no i didn't the trio's titles aren't gold anymore they're silver oh so it's black and silver
1: Dude, that's cool.
2: Yeah, that's cool. At first, at first, I thought it was a lighting thing when they were coming down. But then, like after the match won and they were walking up the ramp holding them, I'm like, wait, those are silver. That wasn't lighting. So I think they changed the titles to black and silver. That's so cool.
1: I love that. Um, so this actually ended up being a good match. Uh, and of course, I'm I'm not big on uh, Jade, but Jade uh, defeats uh, Taya Valkyrie.
2: It, hands down, it was Jade the best it was, the, it was her best match. She's, she had, like, what, 51 wins in that whole streak, and that was her best match.
1: That was her best match. Like, and she, it wasn't she did
2: even, it. It wasn't even a match where it's like, oh, Taya carried Jade. Jade looked good, too. Yeah. Like, both looked very good uh, in that match.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. 110%. Um, but the news isn't about uh, that, per se. Uh, Because smart Mark Sterling with his smart mouth decides, hey, uh, there's no one else in AEW that can fight Jade. We've beat everyone. But if you really want to try, anywhere, anytime, come get this belt. And
2: oh my gosh.
1: I was waiting for this. For
2: what? A year? Year and a half now? Yes everyone's been because everyone knew like i shouldn't say everyone a lot of people knew that statlander was the one and i truly think that jade's reign is because they've been waiting on statlander
1: yeah but we got chris statlander back in less than a minute she defeats jade cargill and she is the new AEW tbs champion and there goes another uh big title that uh that ended this weekend because we had Bianca Belair and now we have Jade Cargill. So big, big title, big title movement going on. But yeah, Chris Statlander is back and I am here for it because now we're going to we're going to see Chris Statlander. And honestly, I am excited to see what Jade is going to do, because now that she's yes, chasing are. something. I'm excited for I am for the first time in a while. I'm excited for Jade again.
2: I think, like, yes, this title reign was stale for two reasons. One, because the matches weren't that great. But then two, because after a while, I-, I said it before, after a while, it's like Jade was facing, like, newbies. But those newbies couldn't make Jade look better in a match, nor could is Jade at the level where she makes her opponent look better yet, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the matches fell flat. But also... Because of that, neither of them were really getting over with each other on the mic. And so I think Jade, like, looks the part, is a bona fide star. But I think you need to start putting her in I'm-a-star positions. And her against, like, other new girls isn't that. Her against Britt Baker, that's a star-making thing. Her against uh, Jamie Hayter. Her against, um, you know, some of these other people that that are ex- heavy wa- or women's champions that is what will make her better i think and that is what will make her a bigger star and so i'm with you i'm glad she lost that title so that she can now have feuds with those women and it will only make her look better and become better right right yeah i'm i'm so excited
1: i i'm excited to see the future of the tbs champion uh, yes. I'm excited to see what Jade is going to do excited that to see what that. Chris uh, is going to do it's going to be fun all around I'm excited for it again um, the first uh main event the four way pillars match for the AEW world champion Uh, MJF defeats uh, Guevara Allen, Allen and uh Jungie
2: alright here it comes Ron okay I'm here for it this is the match of the night And MJF is the second man that should be in the conversation of Wrestler of the Year.
1: I I have to agree. I I mean um, I won't agree for match of the night because of obviously I already stated what mine was. Yes. But MJF, MJF, oh gosh. The presentation, the feud, he like he carried that feud. Yes. Let let's let's just and you could chalk it up to oh well he's the heel, he's supposed to carry it. No, 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 no. When you compare MJF to the other three, they're, without a shadow of a doubt, MJF is the more rounded,
2: more polished uh, wrestler. Yes. Uh, MJF also, to me, so, in the past, when he was, you know, starting off in AEW, and even before AEW, on the mic, like, he was compared to Punk and Flair and stuff like that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I think, I think it was this because like him and Punk, you can be like, "Yeah, he's doing really good, but he's working with Punk." Him and Mox, yeah, he's doing really good, but he's working with Mox. Darby, Sammy, and Jungle Boy are all extremely good talents, but all three of them are okay on the mic. Like they're they're not bad, but they're 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 not great. So literally, in this feud. MJF had, like you said, he had to carry it. He had to make you hate him so much that you wanted one of the other three guys to win. And I think it is with this feud that it is official to me that MJF is Ric Flair on the mic. He's CM Punk on the mic. He is that guy that that he will talk you into the arena. He will talk you into buying a pay-per-view. He will talk you into tuning into Dynamite. He will do all of that and then the fact that he doesn't wrestle every week like some people are like eh, meh, meh. dude when when it comes to the big matches uh here's my hot take Ron when it comes to the big matches MJF delivers better than Roman Reigns
1: that's not a hot take that's that's like fact
2: okay cool i'm right here. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people would argue with me on that one i think MJF in that ring um he makes he doesn't just it's multiple things he doesn't do the same thing in every match um so like he'll like since he doesn't wrestle that much when he does wrestle he'll pull out new moves and that to me especially when you're a wrestler that doesn't wrestle every week is showing that it's like okay i've studied this guy so if i do this this will affect you know like it, by him pulling out different moves against different people, it looks like he's studying them and actually, well, like, well, we all to knew MJF is a
1: huge tape snob, he watches yes. every, every, everything except for New Japan, which I think, uh, the, I think CM Punk said he's like, I don't think he watches New Japan though, but. Yeah, no, MJF is a total tape snob, and whatever advantage he could get, he's gonna do, and I think that, like, the variation of what MJF does on and off the mic, in the ring and out the ring, makes MJF one of the best wrestlers this year, and you know what, let's uh, let's also give credit to Sammy Darby and, and Jungie, like, they oh, they Dar- did amazing this match. Like, Darby's. This, is, this was everyone's best match, except for, oh, I would yeah. say, like Guevara. Guevara's best match, I think, was Cody in the uh, ladder match uh, for Ooh, the yeah. TNT. Well,
2: either that or two out of three falls, Danielson.
1: Oh, yeah, yes. That one. Sammy, Sammy's got some stuff. Uh, so Sammy has a catalog. Yeah, Sammy has oh, a catalog. No.
2: I'll say this uh darby coming out with that video and with like a darby elvis jumpsuit yeah that was like, cool that that warmed my memphis heart um dude the fact in the middle of the match when they all did their mentors finishers yes was awesome um mjf like yelling language that i can't say here yeah throughout the match acting surprised when other guys pulled out moves was hilarious yeah, yeah. um like dude like Everybody was on in that match. Like I, I know I just praised MJF, but dude, Jungle Boy looked amazing. Darby looked amazing. Sammy looked amazing like that match I think is just so good. And I sent it to you guys in the the text. I think he may have tweeted it out at our account, but yeah, that match ruined four ways for me. Yeah. Like, shut it down. Uh no one else have a four way this year. It's done. It's over. You're not gonna top that.
1: I also love that they had a quick story. Like, because yes. Sammy Guevara announced that
2: uh his his wife,
1: uh Timelo, is now married. MJF is like, here, take the fall for me. You you got a baby on the way. You have to think about the future. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yes, I am oh. so glad that MJF oh. is such a scoundrel, he will use that.
2: I hate that I don't know who it was to give credit, but I did read one thing of fantasy booking yeah. that I was like, oh, I kinda like that. So, like, MJF been offering Sammy the money the whole time, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody was like, what if at the very end of the match, like, um, Sammy is, like, about to hit, or somebody, let's just say Sammy, is about to hit hit his finisher on MJF, and then Jungle Boy hits him with a cheer, and he drops MJF, and Jungle Boy just lays, uh, like, motions to Max and just lays on the ground, and Jungle Boy just takes the money. Oh, that would have been cool. And then Jungle Boy went heel. So, like, m- you know, Max has been offering this money the whole time. So, Jungle Boy's like still offering and just like lays down. And yeah. then Jungle Boy's a heel.
1: I love that. I, w- I would have loved that. But yeah. I also loved how, like, this one didn't need a shenanigan at the end. This no, one no, no, was hard did. hit. But I love it. But I love that. I love
2: that. Yeah. No, like I said, I can't like, remember. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Yeah. I was, I was like, that's some good fantasy booking. I like what we got. But if, if that would have happened, yeah. I hated it.
1: So, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that that was actually my second best. And and you know how high I am on the the gimmick match that's coming up next. And I got I got some words. I know that we're running a little bit late. Um but I got some words. Blackpool Combat oh, Club uh, defeats yeah. the Elite in in anarchy in the arena match. Uh-huh. I think both you and I had discussed this story-wise. Yeah. This had a lot more going into it. Yes. Like, absolutely, 110%. The first is, Anarchy yeah. And Arena. Yeah. Like, like but this one, yeah, compared to the, the previous Anarchy and Arena, this had more going into it. This felt tame in some way. Even so though, you, like, the blood was there, the violence was there, the weapons were there, the spots were there. It felt tame. It didn't feel as chaotic as the last one.
2: So, we've discussed this. I think the first Anarchy in the Arena match is better than this one. Right. I think this one had a better story going in and in the match. Right. I think the two best spots was Nick Jackson exploding uh, super kick. Yes, that would. I one, did yes. not see that. I didn't coming. see that
1: one coming either. I, I loved it.
2: Freaking crazy. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, and Nick Jackson being dropped barefoot into thumbtacks. Yeah, yeah. That that was a cringe 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 moment other than that
1: like i could see people like getting hit by barbed wire people being put through glass uh people getting sliced open and we got stuff. a little
2: bit of barbed wire
1: yeah but um, but i'm i'm just saying, saying like open. nothing makes me more queasy than a thumbtack spot for yeah. some reason Anything else is like, okay, it's fair game. You can like decapitate someone alive <laughs> and I would be like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's a good spot. And, and I see th- thumbtacks and I'm like, oh no, I don't like this
2: anymore. I need to cover my eyes. You've gone too far, You've sir. you gone too far.
1: And barefoot. Like that made me feel real weird.
2: Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that wasn't cool. Yeah. That, wasn't cool man. that wasn't cool. That like,
1: wasn't that's cool. Like that is too violent for me.
2: But uh, before we get into the ending, so I want to ask you this, Ron. You don't think it's as good, and you said it was tame.
1: I want to say it was tame compared to the previous Anarchy in the Arena. This is still a very like blood and guts sort of match, and I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, I enjoyed the recreation of having a uh, wild thing. Uh, let's. What is it? The vi uh violent uh violent idols that yes. were playing it. Congrats to
2: them. Congrats to them. I, I, I love that they were playing it live. Although in... I did find it weird that Uncle Howdy decided to join a band and go to AEW.
1: I know, right? It's strange. But I mean, with Alexa Bliss pregnant, you know, you got to find your work wherever you can find <laughs> your work now. Um, guess, uh, but yeah, no, like shout out to uh, Violent Idols for for playing that live for, I think, what, three, almost four, uh, four songs in? Yeah. Yeah. No. Great. Con- congrats to them. Um, it didn't have the chaos. I just felt like. I think when it came to like the presentation of everything, everything looked more polished, more scripted, more. It, it didn't. It didn't seem. It seemed it, rehearsed.
2: It, so it felt like a brawl which it was. Yeah. But the last one it like so it felt like a brawl and then once they got in the ring like you said it started to feel like a normal wrestling match just with, you know, tacks and tables and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, but this one this
1: th- one it was like a misdemeanor for assault, while the last one was attempted murder.
2: <laughs> yes. No, I yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. Uh like I said like I I love the exploding superkick spot. I will remember that spot forever. Yeah. Um, But I agree with you. The match was eh. But the ending. The ending. Ron? Jake. A, a month ago, month. I came on this podcast with an idea of where this feud could go. I, I remember. I remember, yes. And what did I say would happen at Anarchy in the Arena?
1: Well gosh, well Jake, I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how that information could have leaked to uh AEW officials that basically plagiarized your thoughts. I don't they, know how that could have happened. They listen to the
2: podcast. They don't listen they- to the podcast. Yeah, they do. Vince listens to the podcast. You don't think well, Tony does?
1: No, 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 no. Tony doesn't listen to the podcast. There's an AEW stooge that's, for some reason, oh, here not right. here today.
2: That stooge.
1: That stooge. That AEW stooge.
2: Well, just anyone listening to this podcast, you're welcome. And just know, uh, apparently because of me, obviously, Toto Ibushi is on his way.
1: I am here for it.
2: Dude, I I love that
1: toke like Takeshta. To th- th- what was it? Um, Trent. Trent said something like, "Man, this is revolutionary. Like you could tell that someone's evil by looking sideways." <laughs> He's like, "I'm <laughs> real serious," and I'm like, "You know what? You're right. I love Takeshta," and uh, I think here's the thing. They haven't explicitly said yes or no that Takeshta is in the BCC.
2: Oh, he is.
1: Throughout throughout the uh, the celebration, uh, it was only just the four of them. And then Don Callis and Takeshita were just like chilling. And in the media scrum, I, I listened to all of the media scrum today. Uh, Brian Danielson was asked like, you know, what, what do you think about uh, Takeshita helping you out? Is he part of the BCC? And Brian just laughs. He's like, I don't know what is going on. <laughs> Like, just a genuine smile on his face, and he's just I chuckling. Love, I like, don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> I do love that this whole thing, like, Brian's demeanor is almost like a fan. Yeah. Of just, like, of like he's pulling for, you know, his friends. And yeah, Brian's like, popping friend, for it. Yeah. And he's just laughing. He's like, oh, dude, that dude helped my boys. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, he's um, he's like the guy, like, in your friend group. Like, you know something is funny when you pop him.
0: And That's I think right.
1: it, I think it's like Brian's that guy where he's like, OK, he's like stoic and very serious. But the moment that you get him, you know that you got him and yeah. he got got.
2: So. Omega did say at the end of the show, after it went off the air, that he has a friend or two that could help out. Right. My theory is obviously Koto Ibushi will co- join them. Uh, Katastra will join BCC, whether he's a member or not, and that will be Blood and Guts, right? Right.
1: Unless.
2: No, 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 I think it's that. So, but, Blood and Guts is always a summer thing. Yeah. What else is a summer thing? SummerSlam? Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door! I think that Kenneth Omega will have his hands busy having to defend the IWGP US title against uh Will Ospreay. Yeah. So I think Matt and Nick Jackson will make a call and it will be Jon Moxley versus Okada. Yes. Yes. I
1: love Okada.
2: I think Okada isn't coming in like for the full storyline but I think it's basically going to be that Okada comes in, either to face Moxley, or they do something with it being like the Bucks and Okada versus, uh, Mox. I don't know Cesaro and Yuta or something. You know. Well,
1: let's let's think about this though. Um, Okada is is holding trios gold actually, uh, with um Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tomohiro Ishii. I think they hold the uh, never never six weight or
2: I forgot
1: about that. Yeah. So I think it might be a little different because it could still be Mox, Claudio, and Yuda. Against yeah. Against uh Okada, um Tanahashi and Ishii. So either way, I think we I think you're you're very right. We're we are very imminent to uh, Ibushi showing up, and Ibushi has been throwing some jabs. Because uh, he was saying that after he left DDT, there was no one that could fill his shoes, and he feels that Takeshita pales in, com- in comparison to himself.
2: Yeah, no, I'm telling you, he is because he's going to help out his boys. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm excited that that little tidbit I don't think came out until after Anarchy in the Arena. So I think code is working them now. Nice. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about it. But uh yeah, so your favorite um your your favorite match
2: was uh MJF? Yes, was the uh, four way for the AEW World Title.
1: All right. My favorite match was uh Orange.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So out of uh the weekend MJF or
2: Seth Rollins? Oh, uh the four way.
1: I'm having a hard time, but I think I really loved the, uh, the Blackjack Battle Royal. There's just something about it that I think that that was the best Battle Royal I have ever seen. It was a very good one. It was, it was amazing. It had everything. It had stories. It had friendships. It it had (laughs) sweet spots. It had commander. It had commander. It it had Big Bill taking a Big Bill boot to Trent Beretta Bear. Yeah. Yeah. No. It it had friendship. It had it definitely had friendship. Um. It had all but the things that the that girl finale girl. where Orange Cassidy just does a comedy kick and Swerve just eats it. Like you could put like a, a sound effect to it
2: where just Orange
1: just goes boop and then he wins. I loved that
2: ending. It was a very, very good ending.
1: But yeah, no, uh, Orange was my favorite of the weekend. MJF was your favorite of the weekend. But what is y'all's favorite for the uh, weekend? Oh, and uh, I guess Ace wanted to put in the show notes. Uh, wait, hold on. MJF yelling stuff out all through his match was his favorite like moment
2: oh okay yeah yeah, yeah Just, we brought that up earlier like yeah. i said we I couldn't necessarily repeat them but yes uh no i i agree is it was it was a whole ton of fun yeah 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 okay
1: but yeah no it was great great time great great business but as as most businesses do some businesses had to close shop uh for the night and so we will as well uh <laughs> you got any last words jake <laughs> spay uh, spay your children neuter spay
2: your children neuter, neuter your mothers and um uh just you know treat your pets with the respect and dignity that they deserve
1: exactly because we we, we love when uh when pets get the goods pets need to get the goods um you oh, can follow us on twitter uh you can follow uh excalibur at excalibur shut up or shut up excalibur is it at shut up excalibur i think it's shut up excalibur. okay you can follow ace of spades card at shut up excalibur uh you can follow jake at jacob six both on twitter and you can follow me on instagram i dot r-o-n-c-h-y uh and also i'm making another appearance this weekend uh, I'm going to be at YumiCon in San Antonio. So if you oh, listen to the network. podcast, yeah, I know, right? This is crazy. But I will be there. So if you want to purchase some stuff from me or if you just want to talk uh, talk shop with me, I'm here for that. Uh, I will be at YumiCon in San Antonio this Friday and Saturday. Um, Ace, I think, is still doing charity streams um even though it's now going into june but doesn't mean that you still doesn't mean that you don't have to help out the kids the kids still need help uh so check out uh st jude's charity streams uh aces state jude's charity streams on twitch.tv forward slash aces spades card and apparently this is new to me i'm looking over the notes quick pop podcast live streams will start in june so Jake, we gotta pluck our nose hairs. It,
2: that's right. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta shave. Yeah. I gotta put on deodorant. It's can crazy. they smell me through the, the camera? I'm pretty,
1: dude. The, 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 what you call it? Um, I don't know what do you call it. The internet is crazier these days. Like you could do anything on the internet. You could even smell each other. It's
2: wild, dude. So what my plan is is uh, next week, because it sounds like that's when we're gonna start. I'm gonna get the camera. And the second the podcast starts, I'm just going to move that baby down straight to my feet and just be barefoot for the whole thing. That's right, guys.
1: There you go. Sweet, sweet baby
2: blues. It's so gross. Bobby, you ought to to pay to see mine, obviously. Yeah, So gross. You'll see Ron, you'll see Ace, and then you'll see a money sign. And if you pay me money, then the camera turns on for my feet.
1: Ew, gross. This is the show out of here. But 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 it up. But 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 but
0: Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at QuickPopCast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.